When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is this is this is Greater Boston. Uh, excuse me, sir. Are you? Uh, is your name really? Uh, oh, I apologize. I'm having a hard time saying this out loud because it seems mighty disrespectful. Could could you tell me who you are? My name is Freed Friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. I must be mistaken. I, I, I was looking for a, uh, dipshit, Paletti. You found him. Or, well, you found the man who once went by that name anyway. How can I help you? Oh, I have a letter addressed to you, sir. Or at least to that version of you. Well, I tried delivering it to the address on the envelope, but it was abandoned and we didn't have a forwarding address on file, and it seemed awfully important, so I've kept it on me just in case I ran into you. Oh, I'm happy you did, but how did you know that I'm me, and that you'd find me here, far and away from any place I've ever called home? I've got the carrier's intuition, if you'd believe it. The carrier's intuition? Well, that's what my ma called it anyway. I come from a long line of mail carriers born with a preternatural ability to find exactly who a letter is seeking. Uh, whether the address is wrong, or the handwriting sloppy, or sometimes, well, the person doesn't quite want to be found. So today, when I told my husband we should take our dog out for a walk along the river, something in me knew I shouldn't leave the house without this letter. I just had a gut feeling about it, you know? And it seems that gut feeling was right. That's very impressive. <laughs> Why, thank you, sir. It's a trait, not... Everybody values, but fortunately, one the USPS is founded on. So my family's been long taken care of by the people we're destined to serve. Michael Tate? I haven't heard from him in months. No, it seems uh, most people hadn't. They're on account of him being trapped and all. Trapped? I think you should let him tell you for himself. He's here? <laughs> no, but his words are... Right, of course. Dear, Dear dipshit, nay, extinction, extinction event, nay, nay, panda bear, nay, Earthman, Earthman, nay, nay, Gerald. I'd like to start this letter off by saying I've never agreed with the team's decision to call you dipshit. It amused me, sure, and didn't feel entirely out of bounds, considering how power-hungry you became after replacing Gemma, but it still felt unnecessarily cruel. You, though, true to your word, as you are, took the name with a plum. But I can't imagine that it felt very good. And I'm sorry that I didn't do more to help curb the vote. I'm writing you now from Oliver's apartment above the office. 
He locked me in here when I discovered he was behind Emily Bespin's campaign. For a while, I was getting regular food deliveries, but eventually they ran out. I don't even know how long it's been since I've eaten anymore, and I, I'm not sure how much longer I have left. If you can, when you get this, send help. Who knows if I have enough time for that to even matter, but even more so than anything, I'd just like to be sure that Mr. West's tacky home isn't my final resting place. Were you ever welcome in here? Were you ever invited to deliver his endless Olive Garden tuna sandwiches by taking the quick trip up the secret elevator behind the kombucha machine? Huh. Or did he make you use the pneumatic tubes to do that as well? When you moved about the city, doing his bidding, did you feel in control over your own actions, your destiny? Did your family approve of your cooperation with him? Or did you feel the need to hide it from them? I'm not asking these questions for my own benefit. But for yours, dipshit. You see, while you did sometimes let your power at third sight go to your head, I, I think we both realized that Oliver was the one pulling your strings all along. And despite the way you piled so much work on my desk that I often didn't get home at night, and how you dragged my best friend's sister down into the mud with you, you were only really going along with it to protect and provide for your family. You didn't relish in the chaos and discord like Oliver did. You're a kind person who puts the world and its perception of you ahead of your own health and well-being every single time. Because you understand that there is injustice all around us. And while you don't have the power to fix all of it, You'll do whatever you can to point it out. This is all a, a roundabout way of me saying that I forgive you, friend. For everything. And hope that you'll forgive yourself, too. Because I know what you've done for Isaiah Powell. And while that won't take back any of the poor decisions you've made already, it does show me what kind of person you desperately want to be. And I think you can be that person if you choose to every single day from here on out. No matter what happens to me, I, I'm begging you, don't, don't blame yourself for this too. The publisher is a lot more insidious than any one of us ever would have wanted to believe. I, I love, love you, dipshit. dipshit. Your, Your friend, friend, Michael Tate. Tate. Man, this guy must be really special. You're not the first person to have that kind of reaction to one of his letters. There are more? Dozens. I've been delivering them for days now with no end in sight. You know, Michael Tate's a man I long underestimated. He just didn't seem to have any kind of spirituality in him. At least not the kind that makes sense to me. It always seemed like he was just floating through everything he did. Like he was only there because he had to be. And not because he really believed in what he was doing. Like, he was perfectly content with leading an unremarkable life, making only the mark that he was paid to. 
and I was hard on him because I underestimated him. But then he goes and sends me something like this, that is just so beautiful and insightful that I have to wonder if he wasn't this special all along. Oh, people all have the capacity to surprise you, as long as you let them, even if you're around them every single day. I suppose you're right. Well, now that I've done my sacred duty, I really must get back to my family so my dog can do his. <laughs> Please, I'm sorry that I've kept you for this long. Oh, no need to apologize, my freed friend. Just do me a favor, and whenever you've got your life sorted out, contact the post office and give them a forwarding address. I don't mind trusting my intuition when I've got to, but life's a whole lot easier when I've got a map in front of me, you know? I do. You have a nice day. Well, thank you. I will. Greater Boston is created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with additional support from T.H. Ponders, Bob Remunda, and Jordan Stillman. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This mini-episode was written by Bob Remunda and produced by Alexander Danner. This episode featured Josh Rubino as Bernie the Mailman, James Capobianco as Freed Friend Paletti, and James Oliva as Michael Tate. Charlie on the MTA recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Tidi. Battle Hymn of the Arbitrary Geopolitical Entity by Dr. Turtle. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash greaterboston. I tried delivering it to the address... Uh, address? Oh, I tried delivering it to the address on the envelope. Uh, <clears throat> you have a nice day. Thank you, I will. All righty then. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Please try to get some sleep tonight. I've been trying to sleep all week. Nothing helps. You could try sleep sound. No thanks. You've had enough nightmares for the both of us. Let me go! Come on. The medication has nothing to do with that. I haven't had a bad dream in ages. <laughs> Ever since your highly problematic affair in Idaho? Oh my god. Never stop. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, you still haven't told me who you're bringing to graduation. Oh. Your heart is racing. How can you tell? You're lying on top of me. What if I don't want anyone else to know yet? And it wasn't a bad dream? I don't know. Christopher. You know. Can't you appreciate that I'm trying to help you here? Thanks for the pills, Lils. Dreamers, Season 2 by Broken Crown Productions. Tune in weekly wherever you listen to podcasts.